0: What you're hearing is the sound of a thunderstorm last night that broke over top the roof of my house. I used to love the sound of thunderstorms. I still do. But if you're like me, if you're tuned into the latest, greatest news about climate change, you can't help but wonder every time you hear a storm, especially a big one. Is this storm more extreme than the ones I used to love as a kid? Is this yet another crazy weather event By our drastically changing climate, a climate which, according to an overwhelming majority of climate scientists, has turbocharged forest fires, hurricanes, floods, and storms. Damn it, you can't even enjoy a nice crackling thunderstorm without wondering if it's a signal of the climate end times. Come to your neighborhood. Now, I don't know if last night's thunderstorm was just your average one. But what is clear, according to people who study such things for a living, is that the forest fires currently raging in the Amazon rainforest are most certainly not your average forest fire. Which brings us to this special edition of Changing Climate Times podcast titled, As the World Burns. My friend Ryan Hagen also publishes a climate change newsletter called Crowdsourcing Sustainability, and there was something that caught my eye in his most recent issue last Friday. He wrote, quote, civilization's house is on fire and needs to be put out, ASAP, Unquote. Of course, what Ryan was talking about is the earth at large, but within days of writing those words, news of fires in the Amazon rainforest caught the world's attention. The Amazon rainforest is so big, it contains 10% of the world's biodiversity and produces 20% of Earth's total oxygen. That's why it's called the lungs of the world. Just to visualize its size, if you were able to relocate the Amazon to America, it would be as big as the 48 contiguous United States, minus Alaska and Hawaii. It sprawls across almost half the entire South American continent. The current fires are so widespread, they can be seen from outer space. A video of this is on our website at changingclimatetimes.substack.com. To borrow my friend Ryan's phrase, Hey, civilization, our house is on fire. What if I were to tell you that we set our house on fire because we want another cheeseburger? Corporate supply lines that feed beef to humongous fast food chains play a key role in torching the Amazon. Brazil makes billions of dollars from mowing down the rainforest to raise crops and cattle, all for the purpose of producing more beef for the world. In a BBC interview, Greenpeace forest campaigner Juman Cuba said, When we go to big fast food giants like KFC, McDonald's, or Burger King, The burgers that we eat will be coming from animals fed on animal feed, which is grown in places like Brazil. Those fast food megacorporations have tremendous power to influence what is being done and not done in Brazil. We should be asking them to change their ways. According to Cuba, there's been a 145% increase in Amazon rainforest fires in 2019 compared to last year, She goes on to say that that increase is directly related to the rise to power of Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro. It should be noted that forest fires are common from July to October in the Amazon. But activists say Bolsonaro has encouraged farmers to go whole hog on burning down forest land for crops or grazing. And that's what's causing this huge increase in fires we're seeing. So to help deal with this problem, we can start by paying more attention to what we choose to put in our mouths. But is there more to be done? Whenever I talk about climate change, a common reply is, just tell me what to do. Writer Nyla Burton is telling folks what to do. In a recent Twitter thread, she said, if you want to do something about the Amazon rainforest and the killing of indigenous people, the easiest and most impactful thing you can do is stop eating beef. Unquote. Now that sounds way too easy. But Burton is not being glib and superficial. She expanded upon her tweet in an article for Medium.com. Quote, The boycott is a tried-and-true method of resistance, but if you live in Europe, China, the United States, Canada, or Australia, you may think your boycott can't help save the Amazon rainforest or support the indigenous people of Brazil. But your money, especially if you eat beef and other meats, is almost certainly funding the degradation of the Amazon rainforest. End quote. Burton mentions a report by the indigenous peoples of Brazil. It talks about our complicity in eating beef that may be sourced from the Amazon rainforest. So let's unpack this idea of complicity. Complicity is the involvement as an accomplice in a questionable act or a crime. I don't know about you, but I don't think of myself as a criminal when I pick up a Happy Meal or French fries at a fast food drive-up, but stick with the argument here. The Amazon rainforest—remember, it's the lungs of the world—is key to the health and well-being of the entire planet. Can you and I live without our lungs? I didn't think so. So, indigenous people in the Amazon rainforest are calling on us consumers to boycott certain Brazilian products and businesses— They want us to stop supporting businesses that invade the rainforest and engage in illegal deforestation for profit. At the international level, that also means putting a hold on trade agreements, that is until the Amazon rainforest and its people are protected and we really have environmental and human rights protection at the heart of trade deals. Burton's article goes on to note, There are many Brazilian products that are contributing to deforestation like timber and fossil fuels. But beef is an incredibly easy product to boycott, barring any medical or cultural needs that require beef consumption, of course, end quote. It may be a bridge too far for committed carnivores to immediately stop eating beef. But for folks trying to transition away from eating so much meat, consider the following. Perhaps crack open that door by first cutting back You could start by voting for non-beef vegetarian substitutes. Unlike most other veggie hamburger-like patties made from soy, Beyond Burgers are made of pea protein. They recently released version 2.0, and it's a fattier blend, and it's plain scrumptious. And that blood in the frying pan? Elsie the cow and Tracks of Rainforest were not sacrificed for your Beyond Burger. It's beet juice. And no, I'm not on retainer for Beyond Burgers. But the company is welcome to send me any new products they launch. Isn't it time for Beyond Tofurkey? So the drumbeat of all this climate change news can feel overwhelming. There's a reason there's a growing field devoted to eco-despair. But taking action, however small and local, or maybe especially local in your town, in my town, can be an antidote to such despair. You know about Banksy, the great anonymous graffiti artist whose work just appears here and there around the world. He left a graffiti on a wall in London recently. It showed a girl holding a microphone. Scrawled on the wall were the words, From this moment despair ends and tactics begin. You can see the graffiti by Banksy at our website. And that microphone held by the kid, it features the logo of the activist Take It to the Streets group, Extinction Rebellion. Young folk have been taking it to the streets for a while now. They're now inviting us adults to join them for a planet-wide global climate strike coming the week of September 20th to 27th, 2019, to a planet near you. Plan a local action where you live at globalclimatestrike.net. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever podcasts are listed or at our website, changingclimatetimes.substack.com. Follow us on Twitter at at @TimesClimate. And remember, change the world, not the big one, the one in which you live and love. Be well. This is your curator, concierge, and host, Douglas John Imbrogman.